We're going to turn to another international story as well that, um, you know, a lot of people and certainly people with uh, with family, loved ones in the area watching very closely right now. There was an earthquake centered in southeastern Turkey. You heard Eileen talk about it in the newscast that has killed now more than 3,400 people, injured thousands of others in both Turkey and Syria. It was a 7.8 magnitude quake. It struck before dawn and it toppled hundreds of buildings. Um, and, and it's trapped residents under mounds of rubble and and just collapsed buildings. There's just some unreal video and photos out there right now. Now, it comes in a region um, that has been you know, troubled by more than a decade of serious civil war and a refugee crisis. We know that there's offers of help pouring in from dozens of countries uh, around the world in the aftermath, as well as the European Union and NATO. Uh, this region where the earthquake happened sits on top of major fault lines and is frequently shaken by earthquakes, including one in 1999 in northwest Turkey that killed some 18,000 people. As I mentioned right now, the death toll sits at 3,400 people. We know that uh, tens of thousands of people have been injured, uh, many more displaced, and uh, that number expected to go much higher uh, in the coming days. Sim Senal is the uh, the president of the Turkish-Canadian Society of Edmonton. Sim, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me uh, on, online, yes. My goodness. Um, I mean, your heart just must have, have dropped uh, when you heard the news uh, about the size of this earthquake and then certainly seeing the, the videos and the photos that are, are now coming to light of the, the sheer devastation in the area. Exactly, exactly. It's, uh, I mean, it's an absolute shock and it's, uh, it's the worst of the worst. Uh, not only as you were explaining, it, it happened at dawn when everybody was sleeping, the most vulnerable time. Uh, imagine Turkey is a highly uh, dense populate, I mean, densely populated country. So a lot of people, especially in the city centers, they're living in big uh, multi-story buildings. So 17-story buildings collapsed with, when people were sleeping. So, uh, you know, more than 3,000 buildings collapsed right now uh, and then on top of that you know e- although the relief efforts the emergency services has improved significantly after the 1999 earthquake the 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 vast geography that this earthquake mm-hmm. impacted the number of large cities no no nation would have enough staff to uh, pull people under the rubble of so many devast- you know, collapsed buildings at the same time. So people were digging through the rubble themselves, and not only the initial 7.8, mm. six hours later, a second 7.5 hit yeah. for a second time on top of 120 aftershocks. So yeah. the devastation is huge. Um, the numbers, I unfortunately suspect, will be worse than 1999 mm. um, with earthquakes. So um, we're in the long haul. we got to do some stuff, uh, mobilize, organize. We'll do things. That's what I've been working on uh, since the morning. Sim, give me an idea before we get to that about, um, you know, what you're mobilizing and how you're organizing and how people can help. I'm wondering if you've had or been able to make any contact or do you have contacts in that area, people around? Have you heard anything from the ground there? Sure. I mean, as far as ground, the, the community here directly in Edmonton directly, we have several people already uh, directly impacted. I'm lucky myself. My family lives mostly in the northwestern part of Turkey, so they were impacted by the 1999 earthquake. Mm-hmm. 
but we do have several community members who have uh, cousins and relatives that are under the rubble right now or they haven't heard back from them. Uh, so very, very uh, devastating. But, uh, I mean, on top of that, they're in the middle of a winter storm right now. Yes. So uh, the thing is normally, I mean, it's it's not normal, is it? but miracles do happen in earthquakes. Maybe, you know, they're able to pull people through the rubble like within 72 hours, et cetera. But an emergency uh, uh, services expert that was speaking on the news in Turkey this morning was saying right now we have six hours. Hypothermia is going to set in. So mm. it's so cold. Oh, so boy. it's tough. Very, very devastating. Sim Senel is the president of the Turkish Canadian Society of Edmonton joining me this afternoon. Sim, uh, so when you talk about uh, organizing, trying to, mm-hmm. to mobilize, what does that look like? So many things. Um, now, although it is challenging, of course, in a scenario like this, a lot of people want to donate, uh, you know, um, supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have a list. We're going to post that on our um, website and the, and the TCS uh, social media sites. But to be honest, as someone who knows a little bit about the logistics of all this stuff as well, um, I'm not sure if trying to collect supplies from Alberta is the uh, appropriate, appropriate approach because we... Uh, need to send those off to Vancouver on pallets so they can be sent to Turkey by the Turkish Airlines free, etc. It makes a lot more sense to send money, to be honest, at the actual destination where they can organize things. You're going to be wasting time and effort and, you know, and money if you do it and, you know, and, and uh, have to sort through all the supply chain issues. Yeah. Uh, so mostly I am focusing on... Um, uh, cash donations. Uh, so I've already called uh, many, many options. So the Turkish um, Directorate of Religious Affairs, they, we have a uh, foundation, Dianet Foundation, operating in Canada. Uh, they have uh, created, I mean, there's already a donation um, email address for e-transfers because, again, in a situation like this, you want most amount of funds. You don't want money going to administration fees, mm-hmm. bank transfer fees, exchange rates, things like that, etc. So the easiest one might be the uh, donation email uh, through the Turkish Religious Affairs Directorate. That one is ready, and they're going to collect the donations in there and send as a single transfer to the actual um, uh, relief organization, AFAD, the government one, uh, AFAD. So they're having that connection in there. But unfortunately, even in a situation like this, Turkey is a country that's uh, deeply divided politically. Mm -hmm. So I know there are community members who don't want to donate to the government organization. Yeah. Uh, so there are other um, uh, private, like uh, civic charities. Uh, so as far as Turkish Canadian society, I'm going to provide people options, to be honest. Uh, so collect cash donations sent to the Turkish Canadian society email address, and we'll give people uh, an option as far as where they want to direct their funds, because everybody needs the funding right now. Uh, and I'm and again, you're going to put all that information up on, on the website of the Turkish yeah. Canadian Society of Edmonton. And our social media sites, yeah. Uh, okay. We are on Instagram as at TCS underscore Edmonton, Instagram and Twitter, so that information will be there and on okay. Facebook, Turkish Canadian Society of Edmonton. All right. Uh, Sim, we'll be watching it closely and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we continue to get that information out. I know, as you said, you've got, there's a lot of work to do and uh, in for the long haul is certainly yeah. right when you describe that and and my fear yeah. and I know your fear is is those numbers yeah. are going to continue to uh, rise dramatically so we'll keep our listeners updated please keep us updated as well thank you for making time for us this afternoon
Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Thank Take you. Have now. a great day. Mm -hmm. Simpson all is uh, the president of the Turkish Canadian Society of Edmonton. So again, that website and uh, the the Turkish Canadian Society of Edmonton, just Google that. Uh, it's also on uh, Instagram and, and, and Twitter as well. We know the Canadian government being urged to send immediate humanitarian support. Uh, the Conservative Foreign Affairs critic Michael Chong saying his party will support any effort by Canadians and the Canadian government to provide assistance. The Prime Minister saying that Canada stands ready to to help uh, in the aftermath of the earthquake and uh, we'll see what that looks like coming up here in the hours and days ahead.